the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, after a long and spirited primary season, particularly for the Ohio Senate spot on the ballot in November, we have a winner. It is J.D. Vance, and we have another winner. It is Donald Trump. Wow. The former president's endorsement meant a lot to J.D. Vance. It meant a lot to 21 other candidates that the former president endorsed in Ohio and Indiana. They all won 22-0. Pretty good. Pretty good record for the former president if the... Enemies of Donald Trump, the opponents of Donald Trump, were hoping that the primary season would show him not to be the most consequential force on the right. Well, keep hoping, keep hoping, but it is not the case. I'm Bruce Hooley. Welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. We go from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Monday through Friday on 98.9 The Answer in Columbus and on 94.5 in Dayton. We're happy to be part of the Western Ohio audience, Mercer County, Miami County, Logan County, Shelby County, all glaze Warren, Butler, Preble. Glad to have you aboard. Our numbers are 844. Our number is 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. You can watch the show on the Bruce Hooley Show Facebook page. We'd encourage you to do that. Respond there or give us a call. I'd like to know how you're feeling today about J.D. Vance winning the primary. Candidates other than J.D. Vance got 70% of the vote, but Vance got the most votes, 32.2%, 341,000 votes. Second place finisher, Josh Mandel, who was the front runner from the very beginning and then fell hmm, second, third, as Mike Gibbons and J.D. Vance took turns atop the polls. Josh Mandel finished second, about 90,000 votes behind J.D. Vance, so not all that close. And J.D. Vance made a big jump in the aftermath of Donald Trump's endorsement a little bit over two weeks ago. You can go back on the calendar and you can pinpoint J.D. Vance's ascent in the primary race to the date that Donald Trump endorsed him and to the date of Donald Trump's Save America rally in Delaware. That is where Trump invited Vance up on stage and where J.D. Vance took control of the race. It is notable and I would say regrettable. That on that same day, in the same section of seats where J.D. Vance sat, also sat Ohio Republican gubernatorial candidate Jim Renacci. Jim Renacci was not called up on stage. Jim Renacci was not mentioned by Donald Trump. Jim Renacci was not endorsed by Donald Trump. And thus, Jim Renacci did not defeat Mike DeWine in the Ohio gubernatorial GOP primary. Uh, DeWine won it. Easily, Renacci finished second. Joe Blystone, the everyman candidate, farmer, rancher, businessman, restaurateur from Canal Winchester. Blystone ran a very grassroots campaign. Uh, blue jeans, beard, cowboy hat. 
Blystone captured the fancy of a lot of rural Ohio, but he did not capture enough votes to beat DeWine. Had Renacy or Blystone not been in the race, it would have been a tougher go for Mike DeWine. It will, I don't know if it'll be much of a tougher go in November against Nan Whaley, the mayor of Dayton. Uh, I'd like to know what you folks in Dayton think of Nan Whaley as a mayor and what you think of her as a candidate in the fall. Is she a threat to Mike DeWine? Mike DeWine's one of yours as well from Cedarville. So uh, here's the thing. I know a lot of you today are upset. A lot of you are disappointed. A lot of you are chagrined that your candidate didn't win. Maybe you were in on Mandel. Maybe you're one of the people, one of the conservatives who was hoodwinked into voting for Matt Dolan. You can be mad today. You can be mad the rest of the week. You can be mad into next week if you want to be. But I had a conversation with two people today already. Two. One of them is my brother who said, I don't know if I should vote for Mike DeWine. I can't vote for Mike DeWine. And I might have him confused with a friend of mine who said that. A friend said, I can't vote for DeWine. I can't vote for Vance. And I'm, I'm just going to have to pound this pulpit from now until November. The choice in November is an either-or choice. It is not a bad and perfect choice, okay? Mike DeWine versus Nan Whaley, Tim Ryan versus J.D. Vance. If you are a conservative, you should not be able to stomach the idea of a Democratic governor of the state of Ohio who would want to do everything she could to turn us into a pro-abortion state, to take our guns away, to mandate child care controlled by the government. She's done that in Dayton. She's raised income tax in Dayton to pay for a year of child care for people in Dayton. I don't want that in Ohio. Hence, I don't want Nan Whaley as governor. Likewise, I don't want Tim Ryan, a guy who's never done squat for the people in his district, and he would still be relying on the cushy comfort of a job in Washington, D.C. as a member of Congress if he wasn't term-limited out. He's pro-abortion. He's never done a thing for his constituents. Hence, J.D. Vance is the choice. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. We start with Randy in Columbus. Hello, Randy. Welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. Ah, Bruce, love listening to you. Great show, man. Thanks for keeping up the good fight. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that very much. I'm very, very big Trump supporter. I trust him in everything he does. If you look at his track record, whoever he endorses wins, mm-hmm. and there's there's a reason for that. But I, I'm I'm happy with yesterday. But I got a quick question for you. If I yep. got time here, curse, go ahead. I made a bet. I made a bet when Trump won went against Hillary with somebody on a steak dinner. Okay. A lot of people, a lot of people don't realize that the Democrats actually cheated in t- 2016. They just didn't cheat bad enough, but Trump still prevailed. So he bet me double or nothing. Just a friend, twenty-five dollar steak dinner. And now with all the corruption I've seen, with especially with this new movie, with two thousand mules. Two thousand the mules. There. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Just waiting for the thing to come. No, I haven't. I just can't do it. It's not about the money. I swear, I got twenty-five bucks. Yeah. It's not about the money. I just do you think I'm morally right by paying by not paying because I just I can't do it, man. Because when I was a kid, my grandpa used to play checkers with me all mm-hmm. the time. And I tell you what, from when I was five to about when I was 12, do you think my granddad would ever, 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 ever?
never let me win one game? No, you won fair and square. <laughs> On our and so you're asking me, here. you're asking me if it's morally right for you to pay off a bet for losing, quote unquote, losing Trump, losing the 2020 presidential election because you believe he won the election and you cite as proof of that 20 uh, the 2000 mules movie. You want to know if it's morally right for you to pay off the bet? Uh, That's your yes, question. But it's like I said, it's, okay. yeah, exactly. Randy. And, well, and my buddy told me, he said, it's about your integrity. Well, where the hell was their integrity <laughs> the when thing. they cheated? All right, Randy. I can't engage in a question about whether it's morally right or not to pay off the bet without mentioning that it would not be exactly morally right to engage in betting, period. Okay? Right? I so you've already okay, gone gotcha. you've already gone down the road, Randy. So it just matters how I would say Randy here. I would I would first of all you won the bet and he did he buy you the steak dinner? Oh yeah, when Hillary lost, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, he all right. So I would I would take him out to dinner. I would continue the relationship, Randy, and here's why. Because as a conservative, your ideas are better. Your ideas have merit. You have logic behind you, you have reason behind you, you have proof behind you. Talk to him about 2,000 Mules, about what they found in the Dinesh D'Souza movie. Explain to him why your ideas are better. Maintain the relationship. Because, Randy, if we shut ourselves off from all the wackos out there who want to vote for Democrats, then we never win them over to our side. They can't win us over without lying to us, without telling us that, you know, get a vaccine, COVID won't spread, that the southern border is secure, and that the withdrawal from Afghanistan was an extraordinary success. Remind me the next time the Democrat tells the truth, because it'll be the first time. So take him to dinner, talk to him, stay reasonable, don't shout, don't scream, don't be histrionic, because then we become them. We are the party of reason, the party of ideas, the party of logic, and the party of truth, most importantly. All right, so we will talk today with Rob Walgate of American Policy Roundtable at 11 35 and a special treat for you at about 12 50 p.m just before the show ends today we will talk with Dinesh D'Souza the movie maker who in concert with Salem Media Group has come up with I think evidence that requires the attention of authorities okay I'm safe saying that if you have videotape of people stuffing more than one ballot in a ballot box. That is a federal crime. You have it on video. You don't have it on Dinesh D'Souza's iPhone video camera. We have it on government surveillance video. We also have irrefutable cell phone evidence of mules, quote-unquote, a mule being a person who transports multiple ballots from one drop box to another. We have cell phone evidence of them going from one box to another box to another box to another box. The standard was 10 ballot boxes. 10. And, and they also had to visit six nonprofits who were engaged in get-out-the-vote campaigns. So if you have your own ballot, why would you need to visit 10 ballot boxes to drop it? That's what we'll be talking about today, as well as the primary results, here on The Bruce Hooley Show.
So I appreciate Randy's call because he got me into something I wanted to stress today here on the Bruce Hooley Show, and that is uh, you can't stay mad forever if your primary candidate didn't win. Primaries, you're allowed to look for the perfect candidate. That's fine. You should. I mean, why not? But the general, the general election is a choice between, in some cases, a really good candidate and a slightly not as good candidate. Sometimes it's a choice between a candidate that you're not that crazy about, but they're still vastly superior to the other candidate. And certainly in the upcoming November election, uh, the difference between J.D. Vance and Tim Ryan is dramatic, and the difference between Mike DeWine and Nan Whaley is also dramatic, although maybe not quite as dramatic. Why? Because Ryan has had 20 years in the U.S. Congress, and he talks a good game about being an everyman and I'm for the little guy, and I'm blue-collar, and China's evil, and all this. But, you know, every time Ryan votes, he votes however Nancy Pelosi wants him to vote. And the Lordstown auto plant, nothing good happened there. Did Tim Ryan come to the aid of his constituents then? No, he did not. He has not helped anybody. He has not done anything of consequence. He will shout. He will scream. I have dubbed him Screaming Tim Ryan. But he will have a hard time playing the hard scrabble kid who's out for you card when he's going up against J.D. Vance, who actually grew up hard scrabble and has taken advantage of his own acumen, his own hard work, and yes, friendships with powerful people. You know what? We're all a function of the relationships that we forge and the way that we use those relationships to gain opportunities and then take advantage of those opportunities. I don't begrudge J.D. Vance that he's friends with Peter Thiel. I don't begrudge J.D. Vance that Donald Trump endorsed him. But boy, Jason Williams of the Cincinnati Enquirer does. Uh, It is a commentary on the sad state of journalism today that newspapers all over the state of Ohio are running this dreck today from Jason Williams. It is Posted on the Enquirer website as a news story. I certainly hope that is an oversight. Because let me read you the first line of Jason Williams, my winners and losers from the 2022 Ohio primary election. J.D. Vance didn't really win. Trump did. The former president endorsed a bootlicking, single-digit polling snob. That's how Jason Williams refers, refers to J.D. Vance. And turned him into Ohio's likely next U.S. senator. Hmm. Gee, I wonder how Jason Williams votes. <laughs> oh, Jason Dole, uh, Jason Williams has a rash that Matt Dolan, fake Republican, didn't win. He says, Dolan carried himself with dignity and kept his focus on real issues such as public safety and the economy. Um... The Matt Dolan ads that gained leverage with a lot of people were, I'm the only candidate who has voted for... Okay. Word to the wise from the Bruce Hooley political consulting firm. Any candidate, any candidate who says, I'm the only one, instantly you should be inherently suspicious. Because there are very few candidates who are the only one who did anything. Now, in Matt Dolan's case... When he said, I'm the only one who voted, well, tell me, can you vote on issues like public safety and the economy if you are not a holder of elected office? (laughs) I don't think so. So 
for Matt Dolan to disparage his Senate primary candidates because I'm the only one who's voted. You're the only one who's allowed to vote. Okay? Matt Dolan, as I've said before, is not a real Republican because he endorses the Equality Act, which would give protected status to LGBTQ people in the state of Ohio. We can't persecute people for their orientation of any sort, but we do not give them the same protections in housing, in jobs, and things like that. Why? Because the LGBTQ initiative, unlike race or ethnic origin or or sex, is something that conflicts with people's faith. And you can't have an authentic faith and hate someone because of their race. You can't have an authentic faith and hate anyone for anything. But you can't, let's say, be a baker at a cake shop and be fine with baking a cake for a lesbian or gay wedding or a transgender coming out party. So that is why LGBTQ plus should not get protected status. And Matt Dolan not only favors that, but he favors it to the extent that he sponsored that legislation in the state of Ohio. Don't worry, it won't go anywhere. So I thought Mike DeWine would struggle to win more counties than he struggled to win. I look at the map and I'm pretty struck by the fact that DeWine won Auglaize County, Mercer County. Dark County, Preble County, Montgomery County, Miami County. Those are the counties over on the western side of Ohio. I drive through that area a lot. Green County, DeWine won. Clark County, he won. Champaign County, he won. Jim Renacy won Shelby County, and Joe Blystone won Logan County. And then around central Ohio, DeWine won Franklin, he won Delaware, he won Licking County, he won Fairfield County. I thought in those outlying rural regions of Ohio, DeWine would struggle. And again, I will say that Renacy and Blystone, if their goal in this gubernatorial primary was to take out DeWine, then one of them needed to get out sooner. And I would say that I think that person was Blystone. The minute when Blystone's campaign contributions were called into question and that was held up as an authentic complaint, and let me just say, I think Joe Blystone's a very good man, And I admire Joe Blystone for running for governor. I have nothing bad to say about Joe Blystone except that I think that the rules and the minutiae you have to pay attention to as a candidate uh, were something that, understandably, Joe was not prepared to deal with. And I think whatever happened with the campaign thing that was questioned was totally an oversight and not at all, not at all a purposeful violation of the law for any personal gain. But DeWine's a politician. He's a career politician. He's held virtually every office. And I just thought there would be more protest vote. This is actually good news for the Senate primary in the fall. How are the two tied up? Well, if a lot of people in rural Ohio had voted for Renacy or had voted for Blystone and they were mad about DeWine winning and they said, all right, I don't want to vote for DeWine. I'm not even going to go to the polls in the fall. Well, then you've helped Tim Ryan become the next senator from the state of Ohio. So that's why I say you can be upset about the primary result. You've got to get over it. you got to get back out there. you got to vote in November for the Republican Party because if you've looked at gas prices or any other issue in our country, you see where the Democrats are taking us. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.